Hello and welcome to the DJ Force 10 In Conversation podcast episode 181. This is the final podcast of 2020 from me and we are ending it on a huge one. I have the icon, I have the legendary Susie Quattro on the show. Yes, the Susie Quattro. I'm so excited. Um, it was absolute an absolute honour to speak to her and talk about her music and things like that. We talk about her Christmas single, uh, which is out now. It's called My Heart and Soul. I Need You Home for Christmas. Go check it out. Go stream it. Get up the charts. It is a timeless Christmas song. Um, but it fits so well for this year because this year has been an absolute... I'm not even going to say it. But... We are here. The final one. I want to thank everybody this year. This has been the biggest year for me on this podcast. We are just about, if all things go according to plan, about to hit the 1 million stream stroke download mark with this podcast, which is going to be absolutely, absolutely phenomenal. And I cannot thank you enough, everyone that's been listening. This year, over 368,000 listens of this podcast. 368,000 around the world, many countries. Just thank you. Thank you so much on that front. And please, if you're a regular listener, rate, review, um, invite a friend to subscribe, all that kind of junk. I'm going to be back in the new year. I've got some absolutely fantastic interviews lined up for that. So I'll be back in January. Um, but I just want to put out a massive thank you to everyone. This has been one hell of a year, uh, especially for this platform. And I'm looking to evolve it next year and all that kind of stuff. And I just want to say thank you again. This has been absolutely monumental. Um, I'm not going to keep you much longer. If you want to stick around at the end of the show, after the interview, I'm going to give you my um, some of my top releases from this year as well. I've compiled a list of, I think I've whittled it down to about 20, and um, I've got some hot tips for next year as well. So do stick around after the interview, and uh, you can hear that. I'm not going to like pin you down and li- make you listen to it now. So here it is. This is Susie Quattro in conversation. Enjoy. So I'd like to welcome to the show today, I have the legendary Susie Quattro. Welcome. And thank you. Very nice to be here. <laughs> Absolutely. My pleasure. Um, yeah, like I said before I hit record, I'm a massive fan. Um, I've uh, Basically, you were sort of like property of my parents. Um, and then as I inherited... Why haven't you hit record yet? This is all good stuff. Sorry? Why haven't you hit record yet? This is all good stuff. No, I have. Oh. I have. I, I, I just... Haven't- Yet. No, I have. I just I said uh, b- before I hit record. I said I love the single. Ah, okay. <laughs> what you were just saying was right. Start again. Both okay, go. cool. All right, let's start again. All right, no problem. <clears throat> Composure. <laughs> um, cool. So uh, I'd like to welcome the legendary Susie Quattro to the show uh, this week. Welcome, Susie. Thank you. It's very nice to be here. Absolutely. Uh, like I said, my pleasure. Um, uh, just like a massive fan. Um, uh, like I, I have some of your records in my collection that I inherited from my parents initially. Like I said, uh, that they were they were yours to start with, um, and then over the years, as as time goes on, you sort of get their record collection and whatnot. And um, yeah, and I, I've been a fan for oh, many many years. 
um, me and my wife actually so um, this was quite a big one when I told my wife that I was uh, going to be having a chat with you she kind of almost freaked out so <laughs> um, but yeah no I just like I, I mean I, it's an absolute pleasure to have you on the show that's what I kind of want to get across here because um like i said i am a massive fan and um yeah i mean we're I mean, we're here to talk about your music which is you know what i've what i've loved over the years and you've released a christmas single um yeah. which okay. is which is great because like f- i mean before we go into the sort of details it's lovely to have new christmas songs um in as much as ones that i think are timeless like you get the sort of odd one that kind of reflects on the year and things like that but i think your one obviously it does reflect on the sort of year that we've had but um it's it's timeless it will go on no matter what the situations hold um yeah because it just expresses everybody's needs at christmas time which is what it's all about you yeah know? exactly exactly and i was just wondering if you could just tell us a bit about that like where where that song came from and and whatnot sure no problem um well, I'll make it a little bit... It's, it's a long story, but I'll try to keep it oh, no, short. Oh, no, it's all right. Go for it. Okay. <laughs> last, year, um, last year, I had a, a really amazingly successful year. I released an uh, album with my son, No Control, that we wrote and produced together. I did 85 shows. My documentary, Susie Q, came out and went crazy all over the world, number one in the Amazon charts, and shown on Sky Arts here at least seven times, and 52 cinemas across the UK. So it was a great year for me. Nice. This year was shaping up to be... Even better, Susie at 70, you know, really, and 80, 95 gigs were booked this year. Anyway, everything was good. The record company took up the option for the next album with my son. So we were flying high trying to decide when we could possibly write this mm. album. He was on the road for only 11 days. He wasn't on the road this year, and I was on the road for 95 shows. Then, hallelujah, the lockdown happened. Uh, <laughs> so I said to my son, Let's use this space and write the album that we might not have had the chance to write. There's a studio down the garden. You use that. I'll sit on the patio. Um, my husband and I, yeah, I have to say we're separated because he's based in Germany. I'm based here. And as soon as lockdown happened, mm. we, we were separated. Three months we oh, wow. were separated. It was really hard. And yeah. now another two months. So, yeah, yeah. It's <sighs> just, you know, it goes on. So, anyway, we're writing the album. I'm working. He's working. We're going back and forth. Um, it was, I think it must have been about the end of April. I was sitting on the patio doing my thing with my guitar because I'm old school. I don't, <laughs> don't go into the studio. I do it like that, and then I go into the studio. Yep. Richard had left the door open, and I could hear this marvelous track coming out, and it really was different. And it, it just hit me in the heart. It hit me in the heart. That's the only way I could explain it. And um, me being a writer for so many years, I knew that whatever was happening, I had to disengage my brain. Mm. Very, very, very important. Don't think, feel. So I just let it wash over me. It was magic, magic, magic. I put my mask on. I walked out to the studio. I said, give me the headphones, turn on the microphone, and play the track. And I sang the first four lines exactly as you hear it on the single. They flew out of my mouth. It was the weirdest experience, as if, Somebody had given me a lyric sheet when I got to the studio, and of course that didn't happen. <laughs> so you're, you're talking about creative magic when that happens. It doesn't always happen that way, but when it does happen that way, it, it is something very special. And most people, when they're hearing it now, they're going, oh, and the emotion, it's because it's from the heart. Yeah. No, you could definitely feel that. It's uh, 
you could tell with with like in some songs that are kind of like kind of uh, generically written if you will um obviously there is a creative process behind everything but that like this song like i said it has that timeless feel to it and the way you kind of like talked about how it came about i think that's how these things happen like those big songs they just kind of happen in yeah, a spur they of do. The moment. Um, yeah, you you cannot plan it. You cannot plan that. It does just happen. But you have to be intuitive enough to let it in when it knocks yeah. on the door. Yeah. That knocked my that knocked on my heart's door, and I let it in. You know. Yeah. No. You definitely you have to you have to sort of like let that that the sort of like the hunch go, if you will. Yeah. Because um, yeah. it otherwise you can kind of lose something that you might have had on the tip of your tongue, and then it never happens. Um, well, you would think you'd actually outthink it. Yeah. Oh, I wonder what this could be. No, no, stop. Just sing what's in your head. And because I said you were separated, what came out of my mouth was, you can't stop me trying to get to you. You can't stop me. I got to do what I got to do. Come to me. Bang. You know, everything I was feeling, and it's such a song for for people who are, you know, that emotional and feeling apart and all this. And it it is timeless. You're right. This could be without the christmas reference this is just a beautiful song yeah yeah i mean it, it like it, it totally does represent this year because we've all been separated from obviously yes we have you know it, it's 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 a worldwide phenomenon that's kind of happened um but you know it is something that speaks to the situation like much better than 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 or much sort of like for me it was much clearer like some some i've heard some sort of isolation songs um over this sort of past few months as we've sort of come out the first lockdown and gone into the second one and we're coming out the second one now um um it's it's uh your one really spoke to me because it was like i was locked off from half my family um sort of my mother and everything like that um and for that for those like three months and then we sort of like started to wonder what was going to happen around thanksgiving what was going to happen around um like christmas and things like that and and halloween and 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 it just sort of like everything kind of just shut down again um it's so nice that it spoke to you because that as an artist as a creative person that's the cycle complete that you put it out there and somebody gets it that's what i love you know yeah no that's it exactly exactly um what i'd I'd love to talk about as well because i i did get your album last year uh, the one you spoke about uh, at the start there. Okay. Um, and I, I really love it. Um, <laughs> there's some absolutely fantastic tracks on there. Um, I, I would have loved to have spoken to you last year when that came out. Um, it feels so long ago. <laughs> um, it's a million years ago. It is. It is. It's crazy. Um, but no, I love I love like uh, the, the tracks like um, uh, Don't Do Me Wrong, Macho Man, uh, Bassline, uh, Strings. That Just fantastic like bunch of songs you've got on that album. Um do you mind if we sort of go back and sort of you sort of discuss oh, that sure. if that's all right just because I, I i would have loved to have talked to you last year <laughs> on that front but no yeah, the album's re- yeah. really good it's got a real kind of like like uh that that bluesy gritty bluesy edge to it um it's kind of an organic album yeah yeah it's kind of got that real kind of like punch to it as well which is yeah 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 you know as as a sort of like i mean i'm I'm a former musician myself i say former music i still make music but i don't play it out anymore um but i've always loved that kind of like uh live feel sort of blues rock albums and your album really really kind of resonated with me on that front as well um but if we could go back and just sort of like go through you know you said you sort of co-produced it or made it with your son um so what was the sort of like uh, the story behind that side of things? Cause you called it no control. I was just sort of like, was there a certain thing behind it? Well, yeah. I mean, I, I called it no control because um, 
I was in there doing a vocal while we were making the album, just doing a vocal. And out of habit, through all these years in the business, I was waiting for the button to go down and whoever was in charge to say, could you try this and this and this? And it didn't go down. I thought, oh, there is no control. Ah. <laughs> <laughs> I started really enjoying being in control. Not that it wasn't before, but if there's a producer that they kind of take that charge, you know, um, real, real briefly, my son wanted to write with me for many years. He's been in bands and he kept saying it to me time and time again. And I just never thought he was quite ready. And then just before we started to do that album, he said, I need to write with you now. I went, <laughs> okay. Okay. No, it meant to me, it meant he was really ready. So he showed me a, a riff. I said, okay, I can work with that. Show me another one. I can work with that. We got three demos together, went into the studio. He's across from me. I'm across from him. I got a scratch mic up. We're putting a demo down. Three demos in. I said to the engineer, stroke producer, and my son, we're making an album. This is serious. And both went, we know. So didn't expect it. My son's very talented. He kind of hit it. A lot of years he hit it. I didn't know. And I said, okay, so now that we know that this is something really good and we're making an album, here's what I want to happen. I want this to be an organic album, and I don't want you, Richard, or me, try to write any kind of song. Right? I just want to write whatever comes out so that every single song has its own voice. Mm. Just whatever happens. So this is why this album has a variety. You know, you got like every, everything I liked and everything Richard liked, and it's all come together in songs. And uh, yeah, it's it's a wonderful song. It's it's just a wonderful album of a really great collections of songs, and you can, you can feel that it's organic. And neither one of ex you get the excitement because we didn't expect it to happen, and it did. Mm. Um, it's kind of like my whole musical life in an album. It, it goes the whole range of music. Yeah, yeah. That's... And the, the grit comes from my son. He's a real blues riff, guys. You know, nice. that's what he does. That's brilliant. I mean, it, like you say, it has come across to me like that kind of like, it does cover your kind of spectrum, if you will. Yeah. And My musical legacy. You exactly, know, every- that's the word. That's what I was looking for. <laughs> there you go. Um, but yeah, no, it's a fantastic album. I just wanted to say that because like it sounds like i mean i'm I'm sort of kissing up to you at the moment but it, like it's it was it was just one of those it was like one of my albums of the year um last year and it it it, it just seems so long ago that was the only thing <laughs> but it was you're not alone i mean i never had such reviews in my life for an album as that one i had journalists quoting my lyrics back to me oh wow and that's, that's a compliment yeah no, definitely, definitely. I, yeah. I would, I would have done the same thing. <laughs> um, but yeah, it, no, yeah. it's, it's fan. Like I say, it's fantastic. I've had it on. Uh, it's part of my rotation uh, on albums and side of things. And I've got the the the, the record somewhere actually, uh, amongst my amongst my stacks of records. I'm currently trying to sort out. So <laughs> it's there somewhere. Um, what like apart from this, um, the 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 Christmas song that you've um, bought out? Uh, what over sort of lockdown? Have you have you like because you said you were recording generally? Were you recording anything else? Have you got anything else kind of in the pipeline? Well, we did actually write and record the entire next album. Okay, um, that is ready for release in March, and the album is called "The Devil and Me." Uh, it was definitely. A lot of the songs were influenced by the mood. It's a great rock album, I have to say. There's some stuff like the longer version of the Christmas song was on there. Mm-hmm. Uh, so one of those tracks is called Get Out of Jail. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, but there's just some great rock and roll tracks on it. And my son on this album, he kept saying to me, 
okay, the last album was everything you were influenced by your whole career. Great collection of songs. I said, yes. And he said, this album, I want it to be as important as your first one and as groundbreaking. I thought, right, okay. <laughs> and that's what we aimed for, and that's what we got. The same people who worked on No Control, yeah. who said to me, after this, after they worked on this new one, they they all have said to me, we didn't think you could beat No Control, but you have. That's crazy. I look forward so to that. I know. So, so it's it's a good combination, my son and I. It works well. Yeah, yeah. you seem to have found a, a good writing partner there, I think. <laughs> Just me, and I push him, and somehow, even if we have creative arguments, which always should happen, if it doesn't, it should happen, yeah. um, so you get the best out of both, we, we seem to have found a good way to work with each other. That's really good, because I was going to ask how that working relationship is, because obviously, you know, mother and son, that's one thing, but then if you're sort of like in that creative field, um, I've always kind of wondered what that what that sort of situation is like, especially if you disagree with a sort of the way a certain thing's going or or if he disagrees on that front because obviously you well, we have we have that on the last album well, we've had it on this one and yeah. um i think it's whoever is sticking to that point the hardest okay so one who sticks that ground you know like <laughs> if, if you're really uncompromising if richard puts his heels in and says no i think okay and i he's the same with me Okay, and then you start to reevaluate. Um, but when we first worked together, this can illustrate it, that first demo we were doing, you know, the first time hmm. just before all control was being started, and that was uh, Don't Do Me Wrong, which is one of the ones you like. Yes, yeah. Yeah. So he's sitting across from me. We've never been in the studio before. We've never written before together. He's got his guitar. I've got my bass. I'm singing a scratch vocal for a demo. And we're playing away, and he stops. And he said, oh, my God. I said, what's the matter, Richard? He said, all of a sudden, I'm in the studio with Susie Quattro. <laughs> and there was a big pause because important, important moment. And I said, and? And he went, nothing. Run the tape. <laughs> <laughs> that was the moment when he could have lost it. Yeah. Yeah. That I can really, see. For me, when I'm working, there is no relationship in the room. Sorry. Okay. I'm working. Yeah. So is that, there's two different there's two different Susies, I guess. Well, working is working, and I'm focused on that. Yeah. I don't care if the Pope walks in, you know. I don't care. Yeah. I'm doing what I'm doing. Yeah. No, that's really that is that's really that's really fun actually. That sounds really fun. What I'd like to find out if you can if you have them is is your your three most pivotal albums. So the one that kind of I mean it's sort of going back a bit, but the one that kind of made you want to be in a band. Uh, made you want to sort of like take that step into the music business. Just my, yeah, my three, the three albums that I would pick out immediately yeah. that influenced me in every way. Um, the first would have been Bob Dylan, Blonde on Blonde. Yep. Uh, just knocked me for six. The second would have been, believe it or not, Tapestry by Carol King, just for the sheer joy of her songwriting magic she is to have an album with not one bad track on it is pretty good yeah. and the third would have been Jackson Brown running on empty which was done a lot live nice I'm going to have to check all those out because um, I haven't heard those in I especially haven't heard the uh, I haven't heard tapestries in the longest time oh um, it's so but uh, I'm definitely going to check those out for you. Um, so thank you for those. Um, and and finally, um, away from like the music business, which you've been a part of for many years, um, do you have any like hobbies or anything that you kind of like use to maybe get away from it or anything like that? 
I don't have really hobbies. Everything I do is work-related. I mean, I'm writing books. I've got four books out, working on my fifth. I'm writing songs for the next album after this one. I go to the gym. Um, I do that to stay fit. Yeah. But I'm either playing music or writing it or... I haven't got time for a hobby. My my hobby is my job. That is both your passion and and, and hobby then. Yes. <laughs> cool. Well, Susie, thank you very much for your time. I really appreciate it. My pleasure. Um, the single is fantastic. I absolutely love it. Um, I hope it's doing well for you on all that front and and the video as well with that. And um, yeah, th- again, thank you very much. Okay, and thank you, and you have a merry Christmas. You too, Susie. Thank you very much. Bye bye. Well, my goodness, there it was, Susie Quattro. Thank you again for those that have been listening and all those that have been listening this whole year. I'm absolutely astounded by the statistics that have been sent. So, um, yeah, like I said at the start of this, um, I'm here to sort of give you my lowdown of the top albums and EPs and stuff of, of 2020. And some of them were guests on the show that I managed to um, kind of discover and things like that. So I'm just going to give you the list. Um, if I feel like talking about them, I will, but the list is the main important thing. So I've got Deftones with Ohms. I've got Avatar with Hunter Gatherer. I got Phil Campbell and the Bastard Sons. We're the Bastards. Fantastic. Raging Speedhorn. Guests on this show. Hard to Kill is the name of the album. Fantastic again. Enter Shikari, another one of this year's guests. Nothing is true and everything is possible. Also have Bloodhounds, another guest with their album Drip Fed, which has just come out. Um, but it's uh, it's fantastic if you love your kind of like alternative 90s grunge type sound but from britain fantastic uh we've also got uh bring me the horizon their post-human survival horror ep uh really enjoyed that i've uh, been playing that on my uh, crossing the stream show fantastic stuff um kairos another guest on the show this year selects the dreams their album is absolutely brilliant if you love that kind of like 80s pop mixed with like heavy prog and stuff like that Oh, fantastic. Loving it. Uh, another guest as well, Jim Davies with Head Wars. Uh, fantastic electronic album, that one. Uh, he's just about to release a remix version of that album as well, so do check that out. Um, Asian Dub Foundation, name you probably haven't heard for years, but they've got an album out called Access Denied. Fantastic. Uh, please go listen to that. Go go check that one out. Um, uh, we've got Blue Starley. He's been quite prolific at the end of this year. Uh, I love this first offering of Quartz. Copper's pretty cool as well, but Quartz is really good. Uh, and he's got a third one coming out, I think, in January. So keep an eye out for that. Um, Gold Frankincense and Myrrh, another former guest on the show this year, in fact, taking over EP. Love that. Uh, I think those girls are absolutely set for something huge. Uh, if they keep going the way they are, I think they're just going to skyrocket. Uh, Static X, Project Regeneration Volume 1. Again, we had Tony Campos on the show as well. So like again but this album was just it was brilliant loved it uh they called him zone if you've got a taste for terror uh another one uh, another guest on the show dark electronic broody love it um chromags again just a massive fan of them in the beginning the album this year absolutely fantastic they've just released an ep as well i haven't checked that out yet but i will be um call me malcolm another set of guests on the show we had me myself and something else uh a great album there if you love your sort of like intelligent scar punk um it's great uh fire schwans as well they they they're on the show uh das elf gebot um great album lots of fun that one um and their videos are fantastic as well uh maud the moth another guest on the show with orphan lovely sort of dark tranquil like just just oh it's just great to listen to when you're kind of just 
there in the zone. Uh, DJ Rob Swift and the Real DMT with their Cure EP. Absolutely love that. Had them both on the show separately this year. Uh, it was a great honour to have them on. And um, yeah, it's a great EP, so do check that out. Uh, Soil Work as well. Another former guest on the show. Very recent, actually. Uh, this only came out a couple of weeks ago, but I've had it for a little while. The Wisp of the Atlantic. Um, absolutely loving it. I've just had that on repeat with some other stuff, with the rest of these albums, in fact. Uh, it's absolutely great. And Fever 333 with the Wrong Generation EP. Uh, fantastic. I'm loving Fever 333. Um they're just sort of like I, I don't know how to describe them really but um <laughs> but i just really enjoying that ep and i had to add that in there um and i got some hot tips for 2021 for those that are interested i'm tipping tetrarch they were uh, diamond on the show this year and next year they've just signed to napalm records and i think they're going to be huge they've done so much off of one song and if they could put that whole effort into an album the fucking sky's their limit so yeah, uh, Gold Frankincense, which we've already mentioned, they're taking over EP, like I said. I think they are set for something. And I think Twisted might surprise a few people this year with their rock album that's due out next year. Um, from the sort of like tracks I've had so far, absolutely loving it. Um, I think those are my sort of like three major tips for next year. Um, and it's been difficult to whittle this wh- list down because there's been so many releases this year and I've enjoyed so many of them and so many guests on the show um, and anyone that I featured on the show is you know, technically on the list because I've, I'm digging what they do um, and I'm just looking forward to what happens next year. I think it's going to be very busy, hopefully come towards the middle of the end of the year with gigs and stuff. Uh, so you're going to have to pick and choose where you go, which is going to be mad. Uh, but if you've got tickets for like stuff for this year, they're going to be valid for next year. So, you know, it adds to that, like, or it takes out of that budget, doesn't it, really? Uh, so you can go to more. Um, but as for festivals and stuff, we'll have to see how that goes. But like I said, this is the last one of 2020. I want to thank you guys again. I really appreciate everything every, anyone that's just listened to five seconds to two minutes to however long the podcast go for every guest i've had on this show this year um it's been absolutely brilliant and over lockdown one just the amount of people supporting and 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 being available for sh- uh, for chats and stuff and then lockdown two because i kind of like spread it out it was nice and um nice and chill and ending a year on such a big guest of Susie Quattro which is something from my childhood from my parents childhood and 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 all that kind of stuff it's just it's just absolutely like I, I didn't I didn't think I'd have people like that on my show um and and it's just it just blows my mind uh every time on that front but um yeah happy new year merry christmas or happy holiday or however you're well, whatever you're doing at the end of this year, um, uh, different around the world at the moment. I'm not even sure what tier we're in in this area of the world. Um, I think it's tier two, and then we've got an announcement coming or something. I don't know. Um, and just trying to fight off the Christmas kind of like urges to do something, um, to get together with people as much as I'd really love to. It's just. I think this Christmas is going to be a quiet one uh, or very busy online, very busy online. Uh, but yeah, uh, I just want to again, give a shout out to everyone. Have a safe, happy Christmas, new year, holiday, Hanukkah, um, Feliz Navidad, all that kind of stuff. <laughs> and uh, yeah, I'll see you all in 2021. I'm out. I'm out.